NBC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. White House economist Brian Deese is insisting that the overall U.S. economy is moving in the right direction. The comment came on the same day as another boost in the consumer price index, a key indicator of inflation. Deese told reporters that inflation is a global problem during the ongoing pandemic. President Biden has paid his respects to the late Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. Reid is lying in state in the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. Biden and Reid served together for many years in the Senate. The Senate Minority Leader is slamming President Biden's speech in Georgia on voting rights. The sitting president of the United States compared American states to totalitarian states. He said our country will be an autocracy if he does not get his way. Biden is pushing majority Democrats to lift the Senate filibuster to pass two voting rights bills. I'm Brian Shook. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. First tattoo, huh? Yep, I wanted to read Tough on Psyllids, Easy on Bees. What's the story behind that? Well, on my orchard, I use this powerful stuff from BASF called Safina Inscalis Insecticide. Sorry, it's gonna sting. So, Safina Insecticide? It's strong on psyllids and quickly limits HLB spread, but gentle on bees. Gentle on bees? Yeah. They're the bee's knees. Be strong and gentle with Safina Insecticide. Always read and follow label directions. Smog Test Center in Baldwin Park reminds listeners that our law enforcement personnel are instrumental in preserving our nation's founding principles of liberty, justice, and the rule of law. They encourage our community to reject any assault on the men and women of law enforcement. Let's keep the blue in the red, white, and blue. That message of community support and strength is from Smog Test Center in Baldwin Park, where they are on the air, saluting all of our men and women in uniform. Remember to honor our troops and veterans. Our sponsor, Premier Homes, is family-owned, serving the Inland Empire for over 25 years. Premier Homes will get you listed fast or put you in your dream home. If you're buying or selling real estate in the area, call 909-467-1500, 909-467-1500, or visit premierhomes1.com. Se habla espanol. Also, helping you secure the best loan and refinance a mortgage at a lower rate. Premier Homes, thanking our troops this holiday season. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. 
You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com. Or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. K-C-A-A. Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. On today's show, Scott visits with Chris Titus. Chris is a businesswoman, entrepreneur, and longtime leader of Florida's tourism growth. She is the founder and CEO of Michael's Foundation, an organization dedicated to supporting veterans and their families through experience-based programming. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knutson. Thank you so much for joining us. Whether you're listening to us on KCAA, the NBC affiliate out in California, or if you're watching our podcast on one of our many platforms, we welcome you and thank you so much. Today, we have a very special guest today, and her name is Chris Titus. Chris is a businesswoman. She's an entrepreneur. She's a longtime leader of Florida tourism. And when PTSD hit her family, she changed her career path and became founder and CEO of Michael's Foundation. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Scott. I'm so excited. Oh, me too. It's going to be so much fun. There's so much to talk about. And and the reason we started the the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show is for education and for inspiration. And you do both. And and we're so glad you're on the show. Um, So growing up in the city, how did you fall in love with horses? What started that relationship? <laughs> well, um, I was in the tourism industry in uh, the Orlando area, and I met this gentleman by the name of Mark Miller, who um, owned uh, owned his um, family owned and operated Arabian Nights Dinner attraction. And um, he said, why don't you come work for me? And I went, uh, not my, not my bag. I don't do horses. And he said, no, really, you would love it. I went, uh, no. And, um, <laughs> eventually he, uh, he, uh, blackmailed me with, uh, bringing my children Christmas presents one night, uh, on Christmas Eve. And then, um, said to the kids, the only way you need to thank me is get your mom to come work for me. And uh, I'll give you Christmas Christmas Eve presents for the rest of your life. And that was almost 30 years ago. Oh, my goodness. Smart man. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Get to the kids with gifts and they'll get the mom. Absolutely. And we have a lot of kids. That was six kids he was bringing gifts to. So that wasn't wasn't just a couple of them. You know, that was a half dozen. That shows you how bad he needed you and wanted you over there. So, so, so let's go to the tourism since we started with that. So, so what did you do for Florida as far as tourism? Well, I, I've done many things for Florida tourism. Uh, one of the things that was incredibly fun is I ran the tourism organization with um, the Walton County Tourism, tourism uh, Development Council in the beautiful panhandle of Florida. 
uh, in Santa Rosa Beach. And it was a small, sleepy little town at the time. And they brought me in because of my tourism expertise. And uh, I had a clean slate. Um, it was like a, it was like a blank canvas. And uh, I got to take this little place of paradise and turn it into a Camelot. And it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful place. I got to brand it. Um, we built it up. We went from a two-way road highway to a four-way highway, and that's good and bad. But we, um, that, that area, beaches of South Walton, it's still absolutely incredible. It's kind of nestled between Panama City and Destin. And uh, it's uh, it, quite a gorgeous place. That is awesome. So, so I guess speaking, let's keep, let's stay on tourism. So, give us a fun story. Give us something you did that was something unique or fun for someone that maybe is not in tourism, or maybe that is. <laughs> well, I have lots of fun stories. Um, I am um, I, I I've done everything uh, in tourism than you that you could possibly think of. I've done. Um, public relations and um, um, made sure that uh, Mark Miller at Arabian Nights got on the Today Show um, during uh, when they brought the National Horse Show back to uh, New York City in Madison Square Garden. And uh, I uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a matter of fact, um, I, I, we were doing a program in the morning on the Today Show, and um, it was like at five o'clock in the morning, and, and because of my tourism connection, I knew the guy at Disney whose brother was the big wig for the New York um, Fire Department. And so when our horses showed up, we had a line of firemen and policemen with red lights and all that kind of good stuff to drop our horses off in front of Rockefeller Center. That's so, awesome. What can I say? Tourism, we're a connected group. Oh my goodness. That's kind of like a drop the mic kind of deal. That's really cool. That is you know, really a cool. lot of fun. A oh lot my of fun. Goodness. So, so Arabian Nights working with Martin Miller. So, so he he bribed your kids, and then you went to work <laughs> for him. So, so what? So, for people that maybe aren't familiar with Arabian Nights, can you explain a little bit about the show? Because it was incredible. Sure. Yeah. Sure. The show ran for twenty six years. It awesome. closed in two thousand thirteen. It was a um, we showcased a hundred different horses in about two and a half hour show. And this sh then it was a story of a princess and a genie and the prince to come. She needed to find her prince. And um, we served uh, almost 1500 people dinner every night during the show. Oh. And uh, every once in a while during busy season, we turned that arena over in 45 minutes for the second set of 1500. Oh my 
goodness. And it was every day, right? I think. Every day, 365 days a year, 26 years in a row. That's a lot of shows and a lot of meals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I think Mark uh, finally told me he thinks he did like 10 million people over uh, the 26 years. Oh, my goodness. What a story. What a success story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, so we have a lot of entrepreneurs watching or listening, watching and listening. And, and so that's a family business. So what are the yeah. secrets to helping a family business last that long? With, you know, I know it's stressful doing that many shows a week. So, so what's some advice you can give somebody in a family business? Well, um, if, you, if you are part of a family-owned and operated business, the first thing I would recommend, especially with a big family, is get all your family employed in that business, too. <laughs> which I did. Yeah, there you go. There wasn't anybody and anybody in our family that didn't work at awesome. night. Awesome. Um, as a matter of fact, my very Italian Catholic husband came to work for us at Arabian Nights and uh, in as far as vice president of sales and I was his boss. Okay, so Ooh. and that worked out. <laughs> We've been married 50 years, so it still worked out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And I, I, the kids all participated. Um, my daughter was on stage. My son rode in the, in, the, uh, in the show. I had a daughter that did um, marketing. I had a daughter that did um, operations. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Now, the two little ones, they just caused a lot of trouble all the time. <laughs> that was their job. That was their job. Mischief. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. So what all did you do in the production with Arabian Nights? Did you do different jobs or was it one specific when you brought in? Yes. Well, with 170 employees and seven directors under me, I had to learn everybody's job. And um, of course... There wasn't too much I had to learn in marketing because that was my background, mm -hmm. but I did have to um, learn finance and administration and operation, but Mark one time, oh, and food and beverage, but Mark one time said, you need to learn about the entertainment industry, and I said, sure, I can do that, so I bebopped down there not in my blue suit and high heels, rather I went in my jeans and my cowgirl boots. Awesome. And um, the barn manager said, oh, you're here, I'm so glad. Here, here is a rake and you can go clean that stall. And I went, I'm gonna clean a stall? Now I'm like the big dog, right? Sure. She said, Yes, if you're going to work with horses and the entertainment industry, the horses are entertainment. They need to be taken care of. There's your first stall. Oh, my. <laughs> so for about two weeks, I, I went every day and cleaned stalls. And uh, it was uh, not um, my ideal career move. Right. Um, but I'm really glad that I did because I realized that Every part of a big company, everybody, everybody chips in. So that's what, that's what I did. That's a great story. And I think that's so important for management 
to be able to do all the jobs or at least understand them. Oh, and yeah. plus when they see you doing it, didn't they look at you a little bit different after two weeks? Yeah, well, um, I, I think they went by the stalls a couple of days. Ago. <laughs> but um, in the end, I, I, do, I do think I earned a lot of respect. I, I really do. I, I, loved, I loved everybody at Arabian Nights. I knew everybody's name. I never missed anybody's name and I always checked on them. And it was good. It was good. I, still, I still know a lot of those people from Arabian Nights. How so. great is that? Yeah. How great is that? So, so what's a behind the scenes story that you could speak about as far as Arabian Nights? Maybe with either the horses or maybe some fun guests that came or something. Oh, we have a lot of fun guests that came, a uh, lot of stars because we were in Orlando. Sure. But okay, here's my all time favorite story. And this really did happen. Awesome. So, manager on duty which we all had to do that at night so we had a manager there at night during the show and um we had this great act it was a talking horse mr ed and the talking horse and it was um it was just really cute a really cute maybe eight ten minute act and one of the things that the horse said to the trainer is, you, I, the trainer said, you want, you want me to be a little sexier? And Ed said, yes. And he said, are you sure? And the horse says, yes. So he would take off his pants and he would have bloomers on, right? right. And it got big, ha, 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 ha. Well, one night he ripped off his, his pants and there were no bloomers. Oh no. He was in the cutest blue silky thong underwear I have ever seen in my life. Oh my goodness. I mean to tell you, this show must go on. It has to, has to. Oh my. Um, at first he kind of covered himself and ran behind the curtain. And it, the, the audience was roaring and he came back out and finished that act in those little blue underwear. Good for so. him. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I was manager on duty and I was like, did that just happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Bless his heart. That's that's terrible. Um, it's funny how something so off off the script usually turns out to be something that's so special like that. It it was, and it was so funny. I it was it was the best of the best. Uh, well, you we know, doing that many shows, you know, like y'all did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, my goodness, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it when a scripted thing goes a little bit off. You know, it's uncomfortable yeah. at first, but then it really makes it a little bit more natural, a little bit more fun. Well, a little secret about Arabian Nights. We had, um, we, we, all our music was canned, but we had a drummer, a live drummer. Awesome. And when a horse was off beat or, uh, or there was a blip in the show, that drummer just went right on. Nobody ever knew it. 
Oh my goodness. And that was Chuck the drummer. And he was there all 26 years of uh, Arabian Nights being open. Chuck the drummer. Oh my yep, goodness. Goodness gracious. Scott will be right back with more from Chris Titus. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Today, we're going to talk about something I'm really passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. Those that don't, now you know I do. And we've been working on this for several months, and we, we wanted to get it just right. And we don't put our name on anything unless we feel 100% certain it's, it's the best product we can get. And uh, we, we've done it. I really believe we've done it. We've created a coffee line, 13 great flavors. I'm going to show you three of them. We have K-Cups in all 13 flavors. Here's a Jamaican Me Crazy. It's a, just a really great coffee. Everyone has great logos. It has a brand, the same brand that's on our horses, our trailers. You know that brand means something and we wouldn't put it on here if it wasn't good coffee. We have whole bean. This is a great Honduran blend and uh, it's a whole bean coffee. We have whole bean in all 13 flavors. And then we have a ground coffee. Uh, this is a really great one. My wife and I really like this a lot, loved it. So we named it after our daughter, Hades Blend. Everyone has the packaging and the logo of the show, our brand, and I hope you like it. I, I really believe you will. And we're gonna have more flavors coming out soon. We're gonna have the pumpkin spices and then we're gonna to go to peppermint after that. And please send us your suggestions as well. You can find it at cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Think coffee shop, cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Thank you so much. So how did y'all find the horses for Arabian Nights? This is great. Um, they're pretty, pretty simple. They came from Mark Miller's family's farm. Wow. <laughs> Mark, Mark is, um, it, uh, Mark's mother, Basie Tankersley, um, she was a world-renowned Arabian horse breeder for, um, and her breeds were Amar horses. But the interesting thing is this particular breed of, this particular herd of horses is over 200 years old. It's never been broken up in, for 200 years. And Mark's family was the third owner of this herd for 200 years. So it's only been in three families. How incredible. And, and now Mark is, is still, um, it is still the person who oversees the horse. His mom died in 2013 and he still is the keeper of the herd. And um, he doesn't keep all his horses um, in Florida anymore. He lives in Florida, uh, but he works with, he and his daughter, Hannah, work with the University of Arizona and they've taken over a large part of the breeding program um, and for that educational opportunity for their equine school. So that's pretty How cool. How special. Yeah, that yeah. is cool. That is yeah. so 200 years for that herd. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Been, and and as a custodian, he's you know wanted to make sure it went on. And uh, now his daughter, she's in Arizona, and she works with the University of Arizona. So it's cool that you know with that herd, he helped people in Florida, but he's also helping people in Arizona. 
that's you know, right. That's, that's a special, that's, that's the power right. of the horse though and the generosity of a person and a family for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Mark is a generous man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just amazing, you know, and, and it, they're so educational, but they're also so beautiful to watch and it is art. Yeah, I'm glad you said, you know, said that. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it, you know, the, the attachment to humans and, and horses is from the heart. And it's authentic, and it and it uh, it shows every day um, when we're around horses. And again, you know, uh, I've been around horses for quite a few years now, and uh, I love them. I pet them. I snuggle them. Um, I I speak well about them. But um, a little secret: I've never ridden one. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You everybody's got a role. You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's awesome. That, that's awesome. Yeah. So what about like the, the actors? Were there actors or were there more the horse trainers in there with them or were they more the actors in there with them? Well, I, I, we would say that um, our horses were the main actors. The star. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, we, we'd say they were star number one and then I would say those entertainers would say on any given day, uh, I'm star number two. And uh, Mark had great trainers there. And he also had, he was uh, very connected with circus, the circus. So he had all kinds of great entertainers from circus. And we had anything from uh, the country western, um, uh, the country western act to a bareback act to um a spanish act to walter farley's black stallion act wow. so um, so I, and again the horses were the number one star but i'll tell you what it it takes a village doesn't it it does it, it really does and, and how special is that to let somebody watch that and you know have the the uh the different horses and then they have the actors in the train. It's just, um, what a special deal. Oh yeah. And, and people loved it. They loved it. Well, to run that long and every single day, that's tells you right there. That's amazing. So, so what, what is that painting there on the wall? That's beautiful. Is that a painting? Well, I, this is a picture of Arabian Nights. It was our first marketing, um, photo of, um, Actually, it's, a, it's wow. a painting of Arabian Nights. And um, the facade you see in the back, that actually was the building, our building for Arabian Nights. Very cool. And um, it is the different um, horse acts that we had. And it really, um, it, it really accents the, um, the Black Stallion, Walter Farley's Black Stallion. Mark was... Mark's family was very um, good friends with Walter Fam Farley's family. And Walter Farley gave Mark Miller um, the, the um, permission to use Walter Farley's Black Stallion in our show. And uh, that's, um, that is near and dear to me. Absolutely, it's beautiful. It, it sure is, it sure is. So, so I guess we're, we're, we'll, we'll leave, um, leave Arabian Nights and we'll, we'll, we'll move to the, 
the thing you're now the president and the founder and the CEO of, which is Michael's Foundation. And we'll spend mm -hmm. a lot of time on this. So this is very dear to me too. So, um, so, so what started the, uh, the Michael's uh, Foundation? Well, um, in, um, I had three sons that served in the army and awesome. um, my youngest son, mine and Larry's youngest son, Michael, um, he served in the army for seven years and um, he was in artillery and four tours in Afghanistan. And when he came back from um, being in the service, um, he didn't do so well. <laughs> he uh, struggled. He had a lot of those invisible wounds of war that we talk about, but we don't always understand. Right. Suffered with PTSD and traumatic brain injury. And um, about a year and a half after he came back, um, he committed suicide. Mm, I'm and sorry. Um, thank you. And it was the most devastating thing, of course, of course. Uh, for parents and family to have that happen. And um, we wanted to do something to honor Michael. And uh, so we started Michael's Foundation. And what we do is we work with veterans and their families. And we offer experiential um, programming um, to just help them. Uh, how do I want to say this? We, we want them to learn and thrive and how to adapt to civilian life because that's really a hard thing for somebody who is in the military or even out of the military. Right. They just, you know, they've learned what they've learned and to come back into civilian life, it, it's a tough one. And um, unfortunately, um, we lost Michael because he couldn't adapt, right. but um, we're doing something great now. And uh, our core program is our horse program. It kind of circled back there, didn't it? I can't get rid of them. <laughs> I love it. I love how yeah. the horses keep being in your life, you know? They do. They do. And 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 it is um, it is with the kindness and generosity of Mark Miller, um, yes. who has helped us get our um, foundation off the ground. We are on his farm. Um, we're just a little north of Orlando, about 30 miles. And we are on a beautiful 80 acre farm um, with a 22 stall barn and on two beautiful lakes in rolling hills and lots of beautiful trees. And oh my gosh, um, those beautiful oak trees, there's nothing like Nothing like spending the time under the oak tree, just, just chatting, just Absolutely. chewing on something, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, we have a program um, where we are working with um, our veterans and horses, where they have a time to build alignment, not only with themselves, but the horses. 
and um, can learn all kinds of things, but mostly um, to be able to find that peace and tranquility and that quiet time that they can find uh, when they're around the horse. It's all ground-based, no horse riding. And, um, and then we have other programs that go with that. We have uh, active meditation where we do drum circles and sound and, and sound programs. And we have a healing, uh, a healing uh, through art program. And, um, and then we have family dates. And these are all because not only is this a great program for the veterans, but it is their families. So we want to build a community where people can connect and share and feel like they belong. And um, that community is, to me, one of the most important steps because anybody can have a program for four weeks and say, hey, come do our program. Right. But then if they leave and they don't have any place to come back, you're not helping them thrive. Right. And so that's what we did. We built programs to have them come back time and time again, bring their families, bring their loved ones. And um, we have lots of fun things. Um, our, one of our big programs is uh, Family Fun Day, which we have once a month and we all bring a potluck dinner and it's a potluck dinner and we all bring our own recipes and uh -huh. we just hang around the farm and talk and the kids get to see the horses and it's just a time to say life is okay it can slow down yeah. and you're in a safe place um our final program that we have is a we do um uh, a program for um va benefits and we do this through a partnership um, with uh, another nonprofit um, called um, Fighting for Our Heroes. And um, the person who runs that is Alan Alford and his wife, Robin. And they help veterans to get their VA benefits when maybe they wow. didn't get exactly what they needed. And he's quite good at what he does. And the great part about that is when those veterans aren't getting the, the benefits they want or the benefits they deserved or what they earned, um, Alan pretty much fixes that. And oh, they've been able to get, you know, uh, a, a higher percentage of um, VA benefits, they've been able to get schooling, they've been able to have um, uh, VA loans. Uh, he's just been great with that. And we, we support Alan in getting that done. And uh, that's just kind of extra cool. And this year, so much. I, yeah, and this year we're going to be working with um, the spouses of those veterans because we want them to know what their benefits will be if for god's sake something awful happens right they might lose a husband or their husband might not be there anymore. so we're going to help them understand how those va benefits work for them so that's that is um, so awesome i love how you help not only the person but the spouse 
because they're going through it as well. And, and sometimes they get overlooked, you know, and not intentionally, just because of no. the focus, there's only one spotlight, but what you're doing is helping the whole family. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, it, it's kind of, um, you know, uh, we started, uh, here's a little secret. If anybody's going to start a nonprofit, don't start a nonprofit during the pandemic. <laughs> I was going to ask you, and okay. uh, you just nailed it. That's perfect. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, that's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. So that's my that's my little um, nonprofit uh, uh, um, gift to everybody. Yeah, Don't start awesome. it during the pandemic. Yeah. No. But um, yeah, we we had to stop and and go and stop and go and stop and go quite a few times. But what happened with our family, myself, my husband, and our six children and our 13 grandchildren, um, they all have participated in helping with Michael's foundation. And the healing we've had together as a family is so rewarding. Yeah, just think of all the people yeah. you're helping, your whole family and the foundation. I, I just, uh, I, it chokes me up because yeah, me too. You know, when when Michael passed, we all you know were like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, and we kind of like dispersed. I don't. I won't mm -hmm. say we didn't, but we kind of dispersed our our feelings uh, in other ways. And then when we started Michael's Foundation, we built this family bond again, and uh, it's a it's been a beautiful healing. So yeah, families need to be part of healing. Absolutely, yeah, a absolutely. That's beautiful. I love like what you said. Also, the two words safe space because they get to keep coming back, and then they get to bring their families and show them where they healed or partially yeah. healed and. They come back yeah. and it's, it's a safe place to keep going. It's not an end yeah. of the road kind of deal. Yes. Yes. And Mark has been so great um, to, uh, he, he actually, uh, we do pay rent at the farm uh, mm -hmm. a dollar a year. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. And um, we have a few horses that are Amar Arabian horses and um, uh, uh when we need an extra horse, he's got a few on the farm, so we can borrow them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, I think one of the greatest things that happened in 2020 was that um, Mark had given us one of his mares, um, Designing Power Lady. Wow, and uh, she was uh, pregnant when we got her. And we had a beautiful fall. Uh, February 15th of 2020 and uh, it, she was born and Mark kept saying this is the greatest thing for a veteran to see a foal grow up and um, when I called him I said oh my gosh Mark um, we had a baby it's a boy you know yeah I, I don't know what to call yeah, it you just sure. know it's a baby yeah and uh, he I said what do you want to call him because in the Elmara uh, breed, they have a naming key, like this is the Dom and this is the Sire and it's related to this one and it goes back generation, generation. 
and they all have a naming key in. And I said, I, I know I can't name the, the, uh, the cult. And he said, well, I've been thinking about it. I, I, I think we should name him Michael Stream. Oh my goodness. So, uh, Michael's Dream. How about that? That is really cool. <laughs> so really right cool. now, Michael's Dream uh, has grown up to be quite the good-looking stallion. Oh, and sweet. he is in North Carolina with a trainer who, by the way, was a trainer and entertainer at Arabian Nights, Laura Mandy's. And Michael grew up with, uh, she saw Michael grow up. So she is wow. now working with uh, Michael's dream and she's teaching him how to uh, mind his P's and Q's and, and learn his manners as a stallion. Isn't that some, it's, it's amazing how many circle backs there are in this story. It's just, it it really is. It really is. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with Chris Titus. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Another thing that is so cool about your story is the power of the horse. I mean, during Arabian Nights, you know, we're talking about the actors and the employees working every day that long, over 20 years. The horses are working just as hard, if not harder. Oh, yeah. You know, because they're oh, covering yeah. up the human mistake. So they're doing shows and they're in acts, at, you know, doing the acts and performing. But now here they're healing, you know, heroes. Yeah. That's, a, that's just amazing to me that yeah. the horse, and I've been around them all my life. I love them. But to see um, the power of the horse, just it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they just, our horses empower our heroes every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, it's just an amazing connection that um, I'm so glad that uh, I've been able to experience and be able to share that connection with um, veterans and their families. Right. What well, you're sharing it with the world, you know, and that that's what's so strong. And even if there's somebody that's not seeing it, they, what, so let's talk about your website. So somebody okay. can go. What, what's your website? It is michaels-foundation.org. Okay. So michaels-foundation.org, and we're going to put that on the end of the show, and so people can find it. But if they're if they're watching or listening, and they want to, you know, uh, duck duck go it or something. They can see it, you know, and they can see how great it is. So people that have been there can enjoy it, but someone that's not been there yet, or they want to donate, they sure can, because uh, what you're doing is, is generational. Yes. And, and yes, and, and for all those people out there who would like to donate, just remember, every program we do is free to our veterans and our families. So It so never costs anything. It's all free. I love that. Uh, I love that. They deserve it. You know, they deserve it. They, they did their they part. They, they did their part. They sure have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So do you have a trainer or somebody that watches the horses on the farm? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have a couple of trainers. Um, cool. uh, Kathy Huddleston is one of them. And the other one is Kyle Godwin. And Kyle is um, a big Almara 
uh, fan. And he comes from us after spending time in uh, the equestrian school that Mark um, uh, supported about three years ago. So uh, again, all in the family. Yeah, it's <laughs> just amazing. Family. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a feel good deal, you know, and it, it's amazing. I keep circling back and it just gets stronger that way, you know? Yeah. And so, so let's talk nonprofits and you told the secret, I think that everybody need to hear, don't start during a pandemic um, at all. <laughs> Uh, but, but, you know, being a nonprofit, you know, and, and dear to my heart, you don't have to run it as a nonprofit and, and run it broke. You can run a profitable nonprofit. That's yeah. the way you grow. You know, there's the, the coolest theater here in Fredericksburg, Texas called the Fredericksburg Theater Company. And, and they were, you know, struggling and if, they were building. They were building, trying to build momentum. But once they did, as they started marketing right, it got better and better and bigger. And they were able to put the assets back into the business. It just kept rolling. So, so for people that either have nonprofits, work at nonprofits, and we have a lot that watch a show that do, um, what's some advice you can give them to, to stay strong? Because your website, I was on it last night. It's, it's, it's powerful. It's strong. And the story's strong. What's some advice you can give to somebody out there that's trying to run a nonprofit or start a nonprofit? Um, I, I, think that you have to always be authentic with your story. Mm -hmm. um, I think you always have to be authentic when you speak to donors and stakeholders. And I think that the most important thing for a nonprofit is to not do mission drift. Explain. <laughs> During the pandemic, I would have done anything to do mission drift, but right. every day I had to say, no, it's veterans, Chris, it's veterans. Right, right, it's veterans. <laughs> because you just are, you know, you say, but this isn't working. Give it time, give yep. it time. It needs to, it needs to develop. It needs to unfold. It needs to make the journey with you and with the people you serve. And, right. and, and that's just the way it is. I also would say, connect, 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 connection. Right. That's, well, that's what that's, you did, right? And the tourism board, tourism did it. And, and, maybe not you did it, and it works. Oh, yeah. I, I, I never burn a bridge. That's for sure, right? Never, never. And I have had, I, I have been able to go back to people I have known years and years and years ago and ask them for help or support. And they're, they're always, they're, they're there for you. Um, don't be afraid to ask. Right. The worst thing somebody can say to you is no. And then you say, but can you volunteer? There you go. <laughs> Follow-up question, always. You want to clean stalls? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can show them how now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my I goodness. I can. And and think of ways to be creative. Um there's there's no there's no wrong ways to uh, to reach out and be creative with your nonprofit. There really isn't. I mean, if you would have said, you know, a year ago, uh, I think it would 
do drum circles <laughs> with veterans. Yeah. And we started to bring um, a, uh, uh, a, a drum circle in and the veterans love it. First they'll say, a what circle? And we'll yeah. say, a drumming circle. Well, what do you mean? Well, we get around and we meditate and we do it with music and sound. And we go, it takes about an hour and you're going to think you're really in a weird place the first couple of minutes. And when it's over, you're going to walk away and say, that was the coolest thing. <laughs> and by golly, that's the truth. That's what happens. But see, you went out on a limb and you did something for the right reason and it worked. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that's I mean, amazing. I've surrounded myself with very talented, talented people. You know, I feel that's so important because, you know, somebody's going to donate to your nonprofit or volunteer at your nonprofit and they see it's being used to the to the utmost. They're going to give to that or they're going to volunteer for that. Nobody yeah. wants their money wasted, whether they're donating or their time wasted, you know, yeah. and, and that's so smart. I think that's a big tip for anyone in the industry trying to have a nonprofit. Right. Do the right thing with the money. Right. Yes. And be transparent authentic and don't be afraid to be creative right. and for gosh sake ask yes. don't forget to ask <laughs> absolutely you know th there are some very successful nonprofits in different areas in the horse industry and and those are the ones to go to to find out how to do it you know and, <laughs> and share ideas you know you don't have to reinvent it all the time no you don't you don't you don't i i i just I'm so happy to have so many uh, organizations I can reach out to and say, did I do this right? And they'll say, no, but you'll learn. <laughs> I get that every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so when, so when the, um, the spouses come with, with, the, with the, the military veterans, um, how, what, what happens, you know, for someone that hadn't been there, you know, or been to something like that. Do they, do y'all meet them at the gate and welcome them in or do they come in and name, they know the horse's names or take us behind the scenes. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, um, they go up this nice little uh, kind of skinny uh, dirt road and they don't know what to expect. And then voila, there's the farm. <laughs> And so awesome. It is incredible. I mean, it's incredible. And we have hills where we are. And like you in Texas, hill country, yes. it's unique, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and so that's an amazing thing. And then they drive down the long driveway and there's horses out in the pasture. And we have a couple horses that say, hot darn there's somebody visiting us and they run right along the the uh, right along the fence line what a welcoming committee yes and um and we we gather together and we sit for a while we talk we introduce each other um because we always have new people we introduce ourselves to each other and we talk a little bit about what the programs are about and I tell them a little bit about um, our story and why we, we started Michael's Foundation. And then um, they choose what program they want to participate in. 
And Saturdays are usually the horses program, but as we have grown, the frequency has gotten better and uh, we have more opportunities for them to come on other days besides Saturday. So that's good. That's good. Wow. Wow. Our, our first, this is our first year doing our uh, healing through art. And um, this is so great. Um, the person who's teaching it, her husband is one of our veterans that come to our program. Oh, that's special. And she does an hour and a half watercolor. She's going to do a water and a half, an hour and a half watercolor of just everybody do what they want to do. And she's gonna take them through a journaling healing process on how, how art opens the heart and um, gives you a way to um, uh, put your feelings on paper with paint. Oh, that's beautiful. That's so cool. And and it's one of our veterans' wives. But you're expanding <laughs> the program. You're taking that opportunity and then turning it into something great for more people. You have a way yeah. with that, don't you? That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So so do some of the veterans that come back the second and the third time, do they have a favorite horse? Or, or do you oh, ever see that connection? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when they get there, they go to their favorite horses and um, snuggle and uh, kiss around and uh, give them smooches. And, yeah. and of course, we have Elmar Arabian horses, so they're perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, these are tough men and women that's been through a lot. And then they go to the horse and, like you say, snuggle them, and that's where they go. That's really yeah. cool. That yeah. Is, that is really cool. So if there's somebody watching or listening to us on KCAA and they say, hey, I have a veteran in my family. I want to support this. And they have a veteran. How would a veteran get in line to come to your place? Um, we have a way where you can um, um, sign up on online and um, we will get back with you. Um, we're in Florida, so right, right. somebody from California may not want to come out, but one of the programs we're going to do this fall, um, 2022 fall, is we're going to do a weekend camp program, and we're going to reach out outside of Florida to uh, bring a veteran's um, camping experience with our horse program and all our other programs. So they have the time. I hope to bring in some um, some um, guest speakers and um, campfires and um, you know s'mores around the fire and um, sleeping in the pastures. And um, that's why we have to do it in October because it's pretty hot. Yeah, absolutely. October. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, and we want to do a couples program with um, uh, veterans and their spouses. That's really important to us, a long weekend. And um, we have a couple, we want to do um, kids playing with horses program where they come out and paint a horse and groom a horse and it, good things like that. And we have all kinds of really cool programs coming on board in 2022. Oh, I love that. I love how you just keep innovating and keep getting better. You know, and they just go to michaels-foundation.org. 
and then they can find yep. them for the, mm -hmm. the, for the military. And and you have to be creative. I'm from I'm from the entertainment. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm yes. from the entertainment tourism. <laughs> There's a reason you were there for so long and creating all these things is so you can take that talent and put it here and yeah. help more people. You know? Yeah. So you were yeah. entertaining then and now you're entertaining and helping. You know, so you double down. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it's my mission in life to thrive. Yeah. And I want, I want to thrive with kindness. I want to thrive with compassion. I want, I want to thrive with yeah. humor and I want to thrive with style. Thank you, Angela, uh, uh, Maya, Angelo, for teaching me that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I can feel the passion. It's just so great. You know, it's so great. So, so what's, so we're, let's get back to horses. So Michael's promise, what is going to become of him? You know, are y'all going to show him? Is he going to come back to the farm? Is there going to be videos up on the website of him so people can maybe go look at him? Or, I well, I yes, we are working on videos. Uh, I have a few. There's a couple of them on our Facebook page, um, okay. uh, with Laura, and uh, and he's a cutie pie, and um, uh, he, Mark, loves him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Mark says, what a stallion. And he's got good lineage. lineage. Awesome. So awesome. <laughs> I think he'll probably say, do you mind if we take Michael's dream to Arizona for the breeding program? I think right. that's what Mark is uh, edging towards. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, we didn't gild him because he knew he was a good stallion. He knew. Yeah. Golly, he had the foresight for sure. Yeah. And it's really cool yeah. that he was born there. You know, that's really neat. I know. I know. On Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's just that's that's incredible. That that's incredible. So so what else? What what's next? I, we got a lot of programs coming out for the for the um, foundation. We got horses. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. as far as the trainers with the horses, or are there anything they're, they're doing special for the horses for when the veterans come out? Well, yeah, um, the horse program is, um, it's going to grow. Um, so we can, um, uh, we can have more frequency in, um, and what we have to offer. Um, also, um, events are going to be big this year. This year we put on our very first uh, cowboy Christmas party. Um, oh wow, tell us. It was so much fun. It was so much fun and of course free for everybody right. and um, it was just fantastic and it was our first one so um, we, we will do a repeat on that. And then um, going back to the old time Arabian night uh, friends, uh, we hope that in the fall, we can put together uh, a, a showcase on Arabian nights program, an Arabian nights event to bring all those horses and, um, and riders out to put a little show on as wow. a fundraiser. Very so, cool. Very Those cool. are our big two events. Those are huge. 
Oh, oh, they're they're huge. That's why we're only doing two. (laughs) Smart. Really smart. That's another little nonprofit uh uh nugget. Don't do too many events. (laughs) (laughs) No, do a few very well as opposed to a lot and to be terrible at it. Absolutely. That is really cool. That is really cool. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. 